So welcome to the Mal and Johnny show and Panto season is well underway. They're opening all around the country. And Johnny, we thought this might be a good time to look back at some of the Pantos you've been in and some of the yeah. things that went wrong. Well, plenty of things went wrong, Mal. <laughs> Usually on the first night. Right. I mean, I'll never forget. I think it was the one in Cardiff when we did uh, Robinson Crusoe. No, Aladdin. Sorry, Aladdin. Right. And um, the bloke who played Emperor had never done a panto before. Right. So he made the awful mistake of learning the script for Beaton before he turned up for rehearsal, <laughs> which is like, you know, disaster because they're going to cut stuff out. They're going to put jokes in. And you know the hell he was. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, he's the Emperor. Alwyn was Princess So Shy. I was Prince Saigon, would you believe? <laughs> More or less like a principal boy. Anyway, um, Aladdin was played by uh, Golden Shot Girl. What was her name? Oh, Anne Aston. Anna, Anne Aston. Hiya, lower. Yeah, shoot. That's her, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what happened was he learned, so he, he missed his cue. The emperor missed his cue completely, right? Right. So Alwyn is stuck on stage, and I'm stuck on stage with all the dancers, and we've got a the villain is there, and the line was, from the emperor, cut off his head, right, to Aladdin. Well, I can't say it because I'm his friend. <laughs> Alwyn can't say because she's supposed to be the girlfriend. So there's no sign of the emperor. So Alwyn's going to the girls behind her, shout off with her head. We couldn't get off the stage. <laughs> that was the exit line. So eventually one of the girl dancers went, off with his head, and we all left, all left the stage. Well, that's only the start. The right. next thing is, he was so choked about missing his 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 entrance. He went back to his dressing room, took his costume off, and he's sitting there and he's in, in his underpants like this, and he missed the next entrance as well. <laughs> you've just got to let it go, Johnny, haven't you? When something happens on stage, oh. you've just got to... It's hard, mind you, isn't it, when you make a mistake, because you keep on replaying it in your head. Oh, well, that's right, that's right. And I mean, he was mortified that he missed his... But another thing that happened in Cardiff, I think that... No, which one was that? Or Mother Goose. Right. I was in Mother Goose that year with Stan Stennett. And uh, the woman who played the goose, she, she always played the goose, this woman. I've forgotten her name now. But she had her own goose costume and she always did goose in pants. <laughs> That's great. And she used to sit in it all the time, you know. You'd see this little woman with the funny feet like the duck's feet. <laughs> and no head. You know. Anyway, she's on the nest, which is a bar <laughs> on top of one of the buildings. And the flash box was, you know what the flash box? Right. Where they, they, they put like a... I think it's gunpowder or something like it. And it flashes right. when, the, when the villain comes on him. And it was right by the, the nest. <laughs> he caught the nest on fire. <laughs> and she's going, to, she's going up in flames now. She's on and Bryn Williams, who was in the show, I don't know if you remember Bryn, he used to be the, with the minstrel show. Oh, I love Bryn. He's a singer, Bryn. Yeah, great. Comedian as well. He came Comedians up well. through the trap door from the stage with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> 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 everybody thought he was in the show. Oh, some of the stuff. Another one that happened in Cardiff was, I think it was Stan. I wasn't in his band, though. I think it was Cinderella. And he invited me to come and see it, because I was, I was doing something else. I wasn't doing a panto. So I went to see it. Uh, I went to see the, the, the dress rehearsal. That's it. It was with, with an audience. And the girl, I won't mention the name. No. <laughs> but she was North Walian. Right? <laughs> okay. And she, playing, and she was playing Cinderella with a very thick North Walian accent. And she said, oh, Buttons, I'm so sad here in the forest. See, I don't know why I'm so sad, but she said, it must be the acting. <laughs> well, I, I just, so another one was Stan, because they always had, 
we're doing a panto. I think it was in Pont de Prise. And the organist didn't turn up. Right. So we had no, only had a drummer and an organist. Right. So the, we got to start. The place is full of kids. Right. So Stan and Kerry, his son, are on the side of the stage. And the opening thing is the post horn gallop. But the kids dance to it like So Stan and Kerry are going, da 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 And they sing it and they dance into this thing. Ridiculous. The show must you were saying on. about you were saying about how many programs we did. Yeah, we did uh, on a Saturday. We did three a week. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, you build up if you if you're there for a sorry, month or so. Three a day. Three a day. Sorry. You know the thing is, if you're doing a, a band it goes on for weeks, and there's a couple of shows you know on some days. There's bound to be particular shows when things go wrong. Now then, if you're experienced like yourself, Johnny. Now, if people were watching our podcasts last week, you were doing a bit of tap dancing, and with a crowd invasion, a couple of kids came and joined you on the stage. <laughs> but you know what to do. But if it's if you're new to it, or if you're like a <laughs> excuse a proper actor, I mean yeah. it's it's yeah. not it's not what you expect, is it? Or proper actors, mm. uh, you see, they they don't ad lib like us turns. <laughs> I always say the turns can always act, and actors can't do a turn, and it's true because you've got to think on your feet when you're when you're in a pantomime. You know, things go wrong all the time. Yeah, I mean, somebody will chuck something at you if you're the villain, and you've got to like dodge it. You know, and. Uh, that's right. You got to think on your feet. So when the kids got up there, I just—it just was like natural for me to <laughs> hold their hand and talk and make it look like a part of the show. Part of the show. Part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done panto, right? But there are uh, there. I've done musicals when things have gone wrong, and it's, yeah. it's like it's always like actually, if, what do they say a bad dress rehearsal, a good opening night. Is that right? That's what you, you say. Know. Yeah. You know, but I was thinking there was there was one night. It was a terrible Tuesday, and it was a it was a musical I'd written with a lady called Iris Gower called Copper Kingdom. Now the idea was. It's Swansea Grand Theatre and uh, the pit, you know, come out of the pit. Um, they go up yep. and down, don't they? You know, it's, you That's know. Right. well, we thought it would be really good for me as the narrator to start in the pit, right? Coming up. Come on up. Ah, you know, so, and it was, I mean, it was apparently it was very effective. So they had a little, like a, um, you know, like a barrier around the front so nobody could fall into the pit. Yeah. And there were probably, there were people in the front row. So I would come up out of the pit, you know, the music would start, the lights go down and come, and suddenly this bald head would appear like, you know, three or four feet from the front row, you know, and right. then I'd, I'd, you know, magnificently glide up and I'd reach the top of the stage and I'd just step off. Except the terrible Tuesday when it got stuck halfway up. So, so, <laughs> so You've so got to climb out, you? The front, there's the front row there. And I'll... And only because he's, uh, this used to be a boom town. <laughs> now then, my band, you know, obviously, they can see this going on because they're on stage, you know. And obviously, yeah. the empathy that they felt for me disappeared within five seconds and they realised <laughs> this is a disaster. How on earth is he... Because yeah. it's like the stage is up there. And I was, I, was right. much, I was a much younger, fitter man then. And I knew I is just it, had... Was it, in the, was it in Swansea Grand? Swansea Grand, yeah. yeah. It must have been a four or five foot leap. And I thought to myself, I've got one chance of doing this without... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm looking like a complete idiot. Well, you know, <laughs> mostly an idiot anyway. But um, I, I must have, I must have been the adrenaline because I, I sort of cleared it. With, you know, like, like Colin Jackson doing <laughs> the hurdles. And then I ran in and of course, because I was a bit late, the cloth's coming down, the, the cloth to bleed behind, just underneath it. Oh, yeah. boy. And I think it went... I'm talking about falling off, I remember <laughs> my father, because as I told you, my father was a pianist. Yeah. So if I was doing a club, I didn't want to chance some of the musicians, they couldn't read music. So I'd take the old man, see? Yeah. And when it, one of the clubs, I don't know if it's Trathloin or something. Oh, Trathloin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was a big and it was a high stage, very high stage. Mm. Anyway, my, fa- <laughs> my father's on the thing and he's playing away. And he used to do a thing. When I used to do Frankie Vaughan, he used to get up and go, Frankie! And he used to get a big laugh. <laughs> well, this time he got up, he went, Frankie, and he sat back down and the chair fell off the stage with him on it. <laughs> And he jumped back on the stage and he got back on the piano. He didn't miss it. Beat. No, he's a professional. He's a professional, Johnny. He's, he's a professional. Um, Thai Bach Rugby Club. Do you ever play the Thai Bach Rugby Club? Oh, I did Thai Bach Rugby Club. Oh. I did Thai Bach Workman's. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, Chris Needs used to play organ at Thai Bach. Of course. That was one of his jobs. Yeah. They used to have, yeah. So we we used to, we were quite regular at one stage. Mal Pope and the Jacks were quite regular. And the yeah. show, obviously, when you do a show, you can't change it every time you're there. So we'd like you try and make, try and make a little bit more effort every time. So yeah, I had a very, yeah. very long guitar lead, you know, and um, I was on the stage. And I, what I realised was they had all these tables right the way down the middle of the hall. You know, like, no one they do the bingo. I know, you know, yeah, the bingo. All yeah. the way down the middle of the hall. I thought, right, I'm in the middle of something. I'm doing a guitar solo and I step off the stage onto the first one. I'm, and I'm going to, I'm sort of like half running, really. I'm thinking I'm going to... But what I didn't realise was instead of them being tables with four legs... It was, they were tables with one leg in the centre. <laughs> I got to the third one. <laughs> crowd, crowd surfing backstage. And again, I look around and the band, you know, they're not worried. They're laughing their heads off, Johnny. That's not fair, is it? That's well, that's right. That's See, right. Things go wrong and everybody... Ad-libbing. Now then, that's, that's something you definitely have to do. Um, I mean, you were, I'm sure you were great with your lines, were you? Well, the thing is, what, learning my lines? Well, actually remembering them. <laughs> no, remembering them, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, and of course, ad-libbing, you, I mean, if you work with Stan Stennett, you have to be ready for anything, because Stan would throw something at you, yeah. and you have to come back with something, you know what I mean? Yes. But, but uh, as you, what you said earlier about the, the actors that don't ad-lib, there was one guy who played the prince in uh, Liverpool when I was doing the panel, and I was Dan Dini, mm-hmm. see? Anyway... Um, Bill Maynard was always bad libbing. You know, he couldn't help it. He was a comedian. Yeah. So it, it threw him completely to know the hell he was. <laughs> Prince Charming. So he, he complained to the management. <laughs> so Bill said, OK, I'll take it out. <laughs> See? So then he had a letter from this prince who was a bit prissy. He said, Greater love hath no man than to lay down his joke for a friend. That's brilliant. That, that, isn't that, ter- isn't that uh, terrific? Um, uh, yeah, and, and the whole thing, I mean, I suppose that's what pantomime always was and always should be, really, isn't it? It should be, it should be free, but with, you know, within certain guidelines. Yeah, and I mean, the comedians are notorious for, like, doing things that, you know... I mean, and they try to throw you as well. They do it on purpose, you see. They come, mm. There was a bloke called Johnny Stewart... And he was a good comedian, and he came on. I was in Dick Whittington with him, and I'm doing the love scene. And he walks behind me and goes, kissing her with her mouth. <laughs> that was me. I was gone. You know, he just threw it. I, and I, in fact, I got the needle, because it was a, a serious scene, and he'd screwed it up. Yeah. That, you know. Hold on. In, in, it, what? It's a pantomime when it was a serious scene? 
Yeah, well, they always have the love scene, don't you, with the boy and girl, you know, yeah. where she say, he either saves them from the villain or whatever, and it's like, I love you, uh, Robinson. Oh, I love you too, Polly, and it's all that bit. You always have a bit of that. So that's and got to are, be that's got to be serious in that case. That's, oh, you've you got to have serious, and you've got to have the pathos. A lot of people don't understand this. Pathos is very, very important for children. So you take Dick Whittington and the cat, okay? Mm-hmm. When he can't afford to keep the cat... He has to send him away, right? He says, oh, I can't keep you, puss. You know, you, you know, I've got no money. I've got to try and make my fortune. I'm going to have to go. And the cat, he won't go. So he said, and in the end, you lose your temper. Go on, go away. I don't like you anymore. And he slinks, and he slinks off, and he turns and looks back. And the kids go, oh, <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. But you've got to have the pathos to complement the comedy. Yeah, yeah. But comics only think of the comedy. They don't care about anything else. <laughs> Because I always thought when writing musicals, you know, you, uh, you you have to care about the character yeah, you to do. care what happens yeah, you to them. So you have to understand them. You have to get to a place where you, you feel for them. Because if, yeah. if if not, I mean, if something bad happens to them, you know, if the cat gets run over, you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's the same with the TV thing. If you look into the drama, if you don't like the character or don't have sympathy or empathy with the character, it doesn't work. Mm, doesn't you know, work. Um, that's right. You've got to have the pathos. You've got to have the comedy. And you've got to have the, the love scene. Oh, we've got to have the love scene. That's most important. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, directing a, a Welsh pant for S4C. And the guy who'd never done one before, playing the, the prince, you know, he was a bit nervous. And he's, and he's got to, like, kiss this girl. And he's, he's, I said, grab hold of her, for goodness sake. She's not going to bite you, you know. I said, you should be so lucky. She's beautiful. <laughs> grab hold of her and give her a kiss. He was a bit tentative, you know. So I said, well, I'll show you how to do it if you like. <laughs> Johnny to the rescue. <laughs> oh, oh God. Um, just before you go then, I mean, obviously, Pandas are opening. We, we wish them all the best and we we hope they stay COVID-free because I know that a lot of them now, you know, I was I speaking to Kev Johns, who's in the Swansea pantomime. And, yeah, uh, he's playing Damon, is he? Yeah, and he couldn't, he couldn't come to our, our DSA last week, the Swansea well, DSA, right, because yeah. they're in bubbles. Well, he's you know? in a bubble. In are a they bubble. Bubbles? I'm sure that's happening with all Pandas. So we, we wish them well and stay safe and all of that. But I did see an advert for a film on Sky uh, about the, the cinema in Carmarthen, Wynne Evans's mother's uh, cinema. And I it's saw Alwyn in the... What's it called? It's called Save the Cinema. It's on Sky, that's Save right. Sky. With, and, with Jonathan Price. Yeah. And I yeah, saw the trailer. I saw Alwyn. You saw Alwyn. She's a film star. Yeah. <laughs> she's unbearable to live with now, is she? Oh, I tell you what. She's, you know, she's... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Alwyn's been very busy through the COVID season because... She was only doing TV or film, or whatever. As long as she got tested every day, yeah. she could go in and do it. You see, yeah. whereas the theatres were all shut, as you know. Yes. So, in fact, she's had a good year this year. Brilliant. She's done three situation comedies yeah. and a film. But no panto, no panto for either of no, you this year. No panto. No panto. There we are. Well, I'm make... not sure I'll do a panto again unless somebody. Should we write one? Really good. Let's write one next for next Christmas. Yeah, let's write one. You and me, we do one. <laughs> Mal and Johnny and Babes in, in <laughs> the Woods. Goose, whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, have a, have a good week, and uh, God willing, I'll speak to you next week. Yeah, have a good one, All and right. I'll speak to you soon. All right, it's goodbye from, it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from him. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>